At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then, book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I'm still a mom, but these are the years that I'm supposed to be naked with my titties out, ass out. Yeah. On this episode of The Commercial Break... He's dropped in already. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, go on it. the ride. At one point when the vibrator came out, <laughs> I knew I was no longer needed. No. Yeah. It's just see the poor guy like come back out and they're like going at it with a vibrator and he's like, oh. He was just looking at your porn through your computer. That's what he was doing. Hey, man, hit those hardcore sites once in a while. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't do it myself because I'm taking pictures on my own computer. I, am, I I try to look not even look myself in the mirror when I have ever masturbated, but it's unavoidable sometimes. And it turns me off every time. I'm like, oh, God, Brian, settle down. And I have been to a few Tantra seminars, yes. and I have read a lot on Tantra, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful practice. But what it can't get rid of is your ugly face when you're orgasming. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think it's making it uglier. <laughs> What's happening? The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, yeah, cats and kittens. Welcome back to The Commercial Break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and beautiful co-host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. Oh, best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, The Commercial Break. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 15 seconds or less. Go to the tcbpodcast.com website to collect your earnings. I have a Marlin update. What? <laughs> I wish I need to get that sound. Like, what is that? A uvula yeah, yeah. or a uvula? Are they doing the club? A vulva, or... whatever they call it. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah, that thing I need to get a vulva. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute. Marlin update. I've got a rare but fantastic Marlin update. So Marlin came back from his you know wonderful trip over there in Europe. All expenses yes. paid. The top of the top. The best of the best. <laughs> you know they hired their own personal water taxi for the whole time in Venice. Like they were just like they just living did a, large. Living large, right? Right on the canal, doing their own thing. So he comes back, and you know they have a little downtime, and and they kind of go back to their respective lives. To do what they do. Like, they're not on top of each other 24 hours a day is how he explained it, right? Yeah. And he okay. likes that. I, I would imagine he likes that because I don't think he, <laughs> he really loves this woman. But anyway, that's my personal opinion. He's having fun. He's having fun. So and she, she is too, apparently. Yeah, man, she's living it up. She's got that 20, she's got that 30-something dick all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Viagra. <laughs> this dick made by uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> uh, so he says he gets a text message a couple weeks ago and she says I, I got another vacation for us to take and this one's super adventurous or you know I hope you're up for it and he was like well yeah just tell me where we're going she's like I will not tell you where you're going but here's Ooh, you have surprise. to be packed and ready and it's going to be a long weekend and here we go 
She takes him to a nudist I was resort. Say, I was, Did you? Were you? I was just going to say it's a really? nudist yeah, thing. It was a nudist thing. It was a nudist resort. Where was the it peop- also like a swinging resort too? Well, or? I'll get into it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I've read about this. I've read about this too. I've had friends who have done like hedonism <laughs> and stuff like that. Right? Of, of course, course we I have. have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went to one, but then I was like, I'm not that desperate. I'm just not. But I know a lot of people who have been, and yeah. they enjoy themselves. Fantastic. Of course, who wouldn't when the vagina's just hanging out everywhere and you're just doing your thing? So uh, I'm too afraid I'd get like uh, like the inappropriate erection, and that's why I don't do that kind of stuff. I'm so afraid. Yeah, I like a little left to the imagination. Yeah, I don't need like I full mean, boner I- in my face. <laughs> That's not what I need. Everybody make it all the time. Yeah. And I've seen videos of like these nudist resorts and there are guys walking around with half hearts. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They're just like, they're not quite all the way there, but they're kind of there or they're like laying on a lounge chair and it's just like, it just, I don't know. For me, it's maybe not a good look. Not a good look. Yeah. But I don't know how to control that. Like, how do you go down, go down. Now you can wear, it's clothing optional. Of course you can wear clothes if you want to. And I'm sure that there's plenty of men who do not have this problem. They can control themselves just a little bit. Uh, So he goes to the, so, so he's, then he's like, okay, I'm game. Right. Why not? Okay. But he goes to the resort and to his surprise, everybody knows this woman at the resort. It's as if she was a like she was yeah. a regular. So you know, everyone, hello, Miss Whatever. You know, welcome to. Da, 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 da. I'm not even gonna say the name of the store. I'm gonna like maintain just a little bit of privacy for him. But yes. but then he says that they like it's not that she has money and they're like catering to her. They know. They know her. Welcome back, right? Yeah. Da 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 da. So they get up into the room after a couple cocktails at the bar. They get up into the room. And Did they immediately take their clothes off? I'm so curious. Well, he said no. That they went. Uh, I asked the same question. I was like, what do you do? They were like, yeah. like, when do you arrive upon arrival? Yeah, because I, I went to a swingers a cocktail club. cocktail and, and they I'll take asked, your clothes. <laughs> like a coat check. There's a cocktail of Viagra. Now give me your pants. <laughs> This is an erection. We're pro erection around yeah, here. Yeah, no. <laughs> and listen, anybody who's had experiences with this, I'd love to hear it. Uh, dial us up and go to the website. Send us an, an email. And I'm sure we're going to get lots of those, by yes. the way, because that's just the kind of audience we have. <laughs> Whether they're real or not. I know. Uh, so he said that. So I asked the same question. I'm like, so what is it, what is the whole experience right, like? And I'm I've had friends who have done this before, so I kind of was primed for this. But there's an entrance. <laughs> prime. Uh, yeah, prime. <laughs> My Prime 3000! Prime your pump! <laughs> you may lose your hair, don't worry about it! And my Prime 3000, we don't worry about it! So, they obviously, they, they take, like, the whatever, the transport, they get to the place, and it's not like you just walk in and you drop your clothes. Okay. Uh, you have a check-in time, you know, the maitre d's or whatever they're called, they're all clothed, and they will... <laughs> Take your bags upstairs, and you're encouraged because it's all inclusive to go have a drink at the bar while uh, while they of get. Of course, while yeah. they you, you gotta be. Yeah, like what do you? Up. By the way, I was like, <laughs> I need a drink. Like, like oh, I need to be drunk. I think when I got there, you probably she, they probably were. They're wild. There's a lot of stuff going on there. That I won't even mention, but uh, they're wild. She's she's well into her golden years, and she's like not afraid Good to party down. Yeah, she's wild. So. I, so, and then I'm like, Marlon, what exactly are they taking your bags? What bags do you have? You're going to a nudist resort. <laughs> right. What do you need? That would definitely cut down on Some nut sunscreen from the people who brought you Live Brian 3000. It's nut sunscreen. <laughs> you probably do need to use that. SPF, sun penis fast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I know. I mean, that's this, where the sun don't shine. This thing normally. ain't never seen sun except for the couple times I had sex on the beach, and that was a disaster. Right. Um, so he says, you walk in and they encourage you to have a drink while they go, you know, do their thing and get your room ready or whatever. And of course, they're staying at the best room in the resort. So everyone's fawning all over them. But he says, you go up and there's like a, a big bar at the at the lounge where some people are clothed and some people are not. And he says, it's actually when you get inside some of these resorts in like dining rooms and stuff like that, some people do wear clothes yeah. because they just don't want their balls hanging out hygiene. while they're eating. Yeah, hygiene. But he says it's clothing optional all around. So he okay. goes, there's only a few places Make in the resort. Dining. I know. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, you could have fucking Emily Ratajowski <laughs> yeah. show up at my local taco place. And I'm not interested in having her right. eat naked next to me. Exactly. 
I'm just not. No. <laughs> I'm just I'm too grossed out. I'm just, I don't care. Uh, I don't care what kind of ass you have. It's all dirty, right? And I don't want it sitting all over there. I maybe wear like a robe. Yeah. A lingerie robe well, or something. He said that people bring, like the men especially, they'll bring towels around and they'll <laughs> <laughs> cover their hairy assholes. It's just, it's like a whole, oh my God. it sounds like a whole situation I don't want to be involved in. I'm glad I didn't go. I'm glad yeah. I didn't go. Yeah, you can just uh, get the play by Yeah, play. not only will I have to like, constantly monitor my boner meter, my bonometer, <laughs> but then it's just whatever. Anyway. Yes. So There's a lot of nuances yeah. you probably don't even think but about. He, he goes, like, the one thing that I really am just reserved about is that this is a much older woman with all of the scars and markings to go along with age like we all do right like we like, all do, yes. <laughs> like, i'm kidding <laughs> uh you know the saggy balls and all that but, but he she he said you know when i walk in i realize that this is not like some old person's nudist resort this is not like some nudist resort it's on the beach it's a well-established nudist resort and or you know like hedonism yes but it isn't one of these like you know, nudist resorts in the woods where you're a bunch of old hippies, like like Santa hippie is there. Sweating around the sweating around, yeah. Sweaty, sweaty trailer. They're not in your sweaty, sweaty camper. And so he's like, there's lots of beautiful men and women that are hanging around, like well-defined, you know, well, okay. like the physiques on these people are just fantastic and everybody's having a good time. And he's like, what I really enjoyed about it was there was all kind of different people, the persuasions there. He's like, there was like lots of, you know, guys with guys and girls with girls and guys with girls and girls and girls and guys with girls wow, and guys and guys. Just, it was a free for all. It was a free for all. I can imagine that uh, photos are discouraged. You cannot take photos. Okay, you cannot yeah. take photos anywhere on the property, according to Marlon. And that's look understandable. At that oh. Yeah, look at that sunset. <laughs> nope, that's my nuts. It's <laughs> an ass. <laughs> No, that's just my girlfriend's saggy tits. <laughs> so they go and the inevitable happens. What's the inevitable? What well, the inevitable, the inevitable is, well, I think this is inevitable. The inevitable is like Marlon's a... There was know, a, a jealousy. There was, there was not jealousy. Oh. There was another woman uh, that was on the campus, the resort, that... <laughs> took a liking to both of them. And Marlon, in his drunken, idiotic state, suggested that they all hook up, they all get together. And then there was a big blow-up, right? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I I don't (laughs) think so. I'm not giving that dick up in anybody. Oh, oh, so she said she she shut shut it down. Oh, she shut it down. She got upset. That was day number two. But on day number three, she woke up in a mood. And and she woke him up to like, a blowjob, and then he, she was like, "You want to get adventurous? Let's get fucking adventurous." Okay, she right? changed her mind. She's yeah. like, "Let's go have some drinks and let's get adventurous. Let's find mm-hmm. this woman. Let's get adventurous." <laughs> and they did. Ooh. They had a threesome, and he said that Brian, <laughs> I should have listened to your show before I went into the venture. He goes uh, because the inevitable happened. Oh, the woman was more attracted to the woman yes. than he was to her, yes. and so what ended up happening was they it ended up being him out. fun time with the two of them. And Marlon was sitting there pulling his butt. <laughs> He's like, dude, I went for one round. It lasted like fifteen minutes because I've been having sex with someone that I really care about and that I like, but that yeah. I'm it's not she's not the most attractive person I've ever dated, right? Right. He's like, I'm I'm in this not just for the sex. I'm in it for a lot of different reasons, but the sex is like the least of them. <laughs> He's like, you know, I've learned to enjoy the sex, but it's not my favorite. Then you bring this hot, young, you know, skinny thing into the room and he's like you know of course i'm feeling excited about all this of course he is it's just human nature right i get it it's i don't think he's being like chauvinistic or anything he's just saying what's on what's the truth yes and so they so then everyone starts getting involved (laughs) he's like i go one round you know pump pump here pump pump there you know do this do that go upside down sideways he's like it lasts for like 15 minutes and then, you know, I... And then they sent him out for that's right. takeout. Well, he's like, I extricate <laughs> myself to remove the protection and to, you know, clean up a little bit. And I come back and they are full on at it. He's like, by the way, we are so loaded at this point. He's like, we are so loaded. And I'm like, what are you loaded on? And he's like, Brian, like a, a literal party pack. <laughs> The dibbity dabs, the dinkity dinks. They provide those on check-in. Yeah, of course they do. You got the, you're at the fucking suite. (laughs) You just ask the bellboy for whatever the fuck you want, and that. And he was like, you know, this this lady that I'm with is not afraid to party, and she parties hard. And she goes sometimes, sometimes he goes to sleep, and she's still up partying. (laughs) Oh my god! 
She's like texting people and posting on Instagram. And so it's a wild fucking situation going wow, on. Wow, Marlon's strapped in. He's, he is strapped, I guess. Yeah, he's, he's strapped in already. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go, go on the ride. At one point when the vibrator came out, <laughs> and I knew I was no longer needed. Nope. Yeah. I can just see the poor guy like come back out, and they're like going at it with a vibrator, and he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> poor Marlon. Oh, oh my God. Well. Poor Marlon. But, you know. I don't know if I'm going to say poor Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Marlon's one of the luckiest Mar- sons of yeah, bitches in the world. Yeah, like Marlon's having a blast. <laughs> He's got no responsibilities. <laughs> Everything's being paid for. He yeah. barely needs his job anymore. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> Yeah, I think Marlon finds ride. himself at a crossroads, much like I do. Like he's at a crossroads. <laughs> Where am I focusing my energy right now? He said to me, he goes, I don't even need a job anymore. What am I doing? And I'm like, don't you do that to her. Don't be, don't be that creep. Like stand on your own two feet, do yes. your own thing because yeah. you're going to feel obligated to her. And then she's going to become resentful of you. And even if she doesn't seem like that now, it's hard yeah, but, there's a whole dynamic. Yeah, like if you had changes. kids and you decided to stay home and raise those children, that is a legitimate job that you yes. should be paid for, right? Absolutely. And, and that that's one thing. Or if you make that kind of agreement where it's like, I'm just going to do nothing and sit around the house. But that's not ever what's been said. Because I asked them, I go, have you guys ever made that kind of agreement? No. Well, then don't start now. Like, Yeah, keep your day job, Keep your Marlon. day job. Keep your autonomy, Marlon, mm. is what I got to say. Because I'm like, dude, is, is there a wedding coming? He's like, no, she's not. She's never going to get married again. I don't think a wedding's coming. And, he, and I was like, you don't think a wedding's coming? Like, wouldn't you be the one to know? Aren't you going to be the one to ask? <laughs> right. He's just clueless. I think he's just and having maybe, fun. Maybe, right I now. don't know, though, with the, the two of them. It sounds like she would be the one to ask. I, we were uh, Astrid and I were talking about this because who was it? Um somebody i think it was on like bachelor in paradise somebody asked the woman asked the man to marry them Mm -hmm. and then astrid was like would you have been comfortable if i did that and i would have been like i fuck yeah i would have married you either way whether you asked me or i asked you i would like the answer would have been yes Mm -hmm. and she's like you wouldn't have felt it you wouldn't have felt emasculated by that and i'm like astrid i don't feel emasculated anymore (laughs) I've learned that my balls are good for nothing except getting in the way. That's it. That's it. I'm producing babies. Yeah, I'm producing babies. <laughs> but sex at least twice and a half. So I said, no, that doesn't bother. Like that wouldn't bother me a bit. And you know, I just happen to be the one that asked you. But I don't. Maybe she would ask him to marry. But according to him, her divorce was so traumatizing it was yeah, so bad it was so nasty fun. yeah apparently they were like in court for years Oof, yeah and God, this i hate to hear about that i know and the the shitty part about this is the really shitty part about this is about this particular divorce so the story that i've heard this woman was married to a very successful businessman who was a nobody when they met and she played a huge role uh, in his success. Yeah. Like she was involved in the day-to-day operations of his early business. She was making decisions. She was helping him find, much like Astor does for the commercial brand. Yes, like, I mean, you know, exactly. how could you go to court? And then he just argued that she had no right to any of this. Uh, and that was such a shitty, and the judge obviously didn't see it the same way, but he had lawyers and he just made it, he just dragged it out forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Froze the accounts, wouldn't talk to her. You know, it's like all this nastiness Awful. that went on. And, you know, I, I, it just seems such like um, ma- marriage is a, is a contract at the end of the day. It's an emotional contract. It's a physical contract. It's a thing. It's, it's an, an agreement. agreement that you make. Right. Mm-hmm. And having been through this twice. Not I, divorced. No, just no, 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 no. Bye, Brian. I'm leaving you. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But having been through this once, divorce once. It was really amicable because I think that I... Yours was the most like, seriously amicable divorce I've ever seen. There's a no muss, like, no fuss. I mean, I remember hanging out with both you and your ex-wife yeah. like one week and the next week you're like, yeah, we're it's separated. not really working yeah. out. It's not really working and out. And we're getting divorced. <laughs> and then you were divorced like two weeks later after that. Yeah. I, I mean... We were separated for about a year, but we separated <laughs> like... that When we said we we're going to get a divorce, we separated like that day. Yeah. And then, like, as a, and then we just kind of, we didn't sign the paperwork because I just think we were like too lazy to. Like, we were like, <laughs> it was there and we're, ah, well, whatever. <laughs> we lawyered up, but we lawyered up for nothing. Like, they wrote the paperwork. Yeah, and then you just have to have the paperwork. My ex wife and I literally got a bottle of wine, 
We went through the house and we picked out the things. We like were pasting post-it notes on the things that we wanted. Is this important to you? No. Is this important to you? Yes. We argued over one thing. That is like the best case scenario. It is the best case scenario, (laughs) but it's how it should be every time. And I mean, I understand that when emotions get involved. Yeah. Yeah. And when you have like, there's like, there wasn't hundreds of millions of dollars at stake or even millions of dollars at stake. But and there I'm, wasn't betrayal. Yeah, all that. There wasn't. You just had just grown apart. Yeah, I mean, she was sleeping with a lot of their people, but there wasn't. I didn't feel betrayed by that. <laughs> I was a bad husband. <laughs> she wasn't. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. I should be careful. I should be, be careful. People get the wrong impression about me. That's not true. I wasn't a bad husband. <laughs> no, you were not. <laughs> and she was not sleeping with other people. But it just it it really gets my goat sometimes because I have like I know people right now who are going through the divorce process and they're trying to deny their wife alimony and they're trying to cheapen the kids up on the cut child custody you know on the on the dollars and cents. Oh, it's awful! And I mean, I'm like, fucking a man. Gone. Yeah, I've I've seen what happened with Jeff's ex too. Yeah, I mean, no, it was it's bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. We shouldn't get into details here, no. but just know that if you make that contract with somebody, whoever it is, you make that contract with somebody, you should not. Uh, not make the end come true, but foresee the end and always be ready to remember how it was back then and how much you loved them back then and how much they gave to you back then. Because when it comes time to separate, it is time to do it fairly. Yes. Fairly. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> well, so, I don't know why so, I'm asking that of Marlon. And I know. I was going to say, just to circle back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what the heart wants. Well, the heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like they're not getting married. No, it sounds like they're not but, getting married. But hey, but kudos to them. Hey, listen, Have fun. I, I gotta, you know, I just, I just gotta applaud Marlon and his girlfriend because they are like they're in uncharted territory, just doing what, just doing it, and I just. Living life. At first, I was like, Marlon, you're an idiot. What are you doing? This is obviously not healthy for anybody. And now I'm like, oh, you guys are really having a good time. Go for it. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. If you have experiences at a nudist resort, I want to talk to you. So please, please dial me up. Speaking of naked, I wanted to talk about something that I found. (laughs) And I'm sure Astrid's going to go for this. So I'm going to ask her if I can do this. Hey, everybody, let's take a short break from this commercial break for a commercial break. We love hearing from you, the listener. And man, so many of you have been sending in questions, comments, concerns, and content ideas. Plus, you've been asking for our advice, telling us stories, and sharing a little bit about your world. If you'd like to do that, you can at tcbpodcast.com. Go to the website, click the Contact Us button, and drop us an email. I promise we'll respond. You can also send us a text message to 855-TCB-8383. That's 855-TCB-8383. It's toll-free from anywhere around the world. Do us a favor and like, subscribe, and review on your favorite podcast platform. It really does help grow the show. And if you want to see Chrissy and I in a different light, you can go to youtube.com slash the commercial break and watch our full edited episodes a few days after they air at the commercial break on instagram and you can still use 661 the word best the number two y-o-yo to text or leave us a voicemail it's not a spam text message line neither of the phone numbers are we will respond thank you so much for being a loyal listener of the commercial break And if you're ever in the market for our sponsors, products, or services, please use our specialized URLs or codes. It gets you free shit, and it tells our sponsors we're doing a good job. Speaking of sponsors, let's hear from them, and we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. All right, everybody, I got to let you know about our wonderful sponsors, Lululemon. Last week, I stopped by the Lululemon store to get myself a pair of joggers. If you think Lululemon is just for yoga pants, you are wrong, just like I was. Lululemon can accommodate almost any piece of your wardrobe, and they do it in style and in comfort. It's the most cozy, the most comfortable, the most flattering, active and casual wear you will ever purchase. And now, Lululemon is a sponsor of the commercial break, so go to Lululemon. Lemon.com this holiday season. Their website has hundreds of different styles for men and for women. Jackets, slacks, hoodies, sweatshirts, socks, underwear, and yes, activewear. It's all available at lululemon.com. Guys, don't be shy. I swear, these are the most comfortable pants I have ever worn. I'm saying it again. Never did I picture myself a Lululemon kind of guy, and now I'm sold for life. Chrissy got a jacket. She's in love with it. Astrid's ordered some apparel for after the baby comes, and now I am eyeing some slacks for Christmas. So go to lululemon.com. Get comfortable. Get cozy. Get Lululemon. 
this holiday season for anyone who needs a little comfort in their life. Lululemon.com. And we want to thank Lululemon for becoming a sponsor of the commercial break. I found a woman in New York who does naked therapy sessions. Have you heard about this? No. Her name is Sarah White. She's (laughs) been doing this for years. I'm not surprised either. Of course this happens. (laughs) This girl, Sarah White, is literally not a therapist. But she does naked therapy sessions and she charges like $2,000 an hour and you do it over Zoom. And as she asks you questions and she talks you through your problems, she gets undressed. She says it helps people lower their inhibitions. <laughs> that sounds more like a, some type of porn. I read the I, website. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I read the website and it's like, the website? can I, I went to her website okay, and I started reading through the rules of engagement, right? She's like, I only do video calls. I no longer offer in-person sessions. I can imagine why. <laughs> That's pretty dangerous yeah. thing to do. She's like, you know, you can I get but a cheap... But she's not even a, an actual therapist. She's not an actual therapist. She's just someone who likes to talk naked, uh, I guess. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm going back to that. This yeah. sounds just like some form of, of... This is some form of getting something. off. Because yeah. way buried way down in the rules, which is, you know, can I ask you to do this or to do that? And she says, yes, as long as I feel like it's going to help the therapeutic session, right? Yeah. So in other words, can I make requests of you? And she, yes. Uh, and then it says, can I masturbate? And she says, of course, if it helps you feel relaxed. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I thought that was so great. I'm going to ask my therapist next time I go, hey, you mind if I whack off real quick yeah i just want to get in the mood it'll help me it's just crazy to (laughs) me help me open up two thousand dollars an hour some shit like that just to have this lady i mean i guess that's one way to do it instead of uh being on the crowded OnlyFans space well you know as you and i are (laughs) looking for different ways to revenue to monetize this silly stupid (laughs) fucking show i thought maybe one of the ways is we could just do some naked therapy session like when we do the ask tcb section session for if someone wants to donate a couple hundred dollars to us, we'll just take off our clothes while we. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone who wants to see my dangly balls, <laughs> you'll have some Y Brian I got some Y Brian three thousand. <laughs> I it's so I watched this lady and she's like talking across the internet. She was with our favorite friends at this morning. It's a boring interview, so I didn't I didn't put it on. Oh, our friends from England. Yeah, our, our friends from England. They were and <laughs> I, they were asking her all kind of questions. They were being really funny about it too. They're asking her all kind of questions. She's not a certified therapist. She has no background in therapy. She doesn't know anybody that's a therapist. <laughs> she just said she got the idea because her friends told her she gave really good advice and she felt comfort. She felt like taking off her clothes would lower the inhibitions of the person across the room. But I don't find that to be true at all because I have been to strip joints and I don't feel like spilling my guts to a stripper until until I'm in well inebriated. Yeah, so. I was going to say, I've had a couple uh, spill their guts to me. Yeah, like I had a friend one. You remember that friend that I had? Smelled kind of funky. Yes. Was always just hanging around. Yes. He loved to freak with the strip joints. Mm. He loved it. He loved this one strip joint. He loved this one stripper because, of course, he did. He always fell in love with yes. some girl at every bar that we went to, and then we had to go repeatedly. That's correct. Because, do you remember that? <laughs> yes, okay. I do. <laughs> so I remember there was like this period of time when there was this one dancer at this one club, and he just was head over heels because she would pay attention to him when he came in the yeah. door. And of course she would because the guy was fucking loaded. And he would spread his money all around. Very generous guy. I have to give him that. He was a very he generous was. guy. And he was nice. He was a nice guy too. Yes. But he would go in there and I would be sitting next to him. And this girl, I can remember being with him like three or four times when we went to this particular club. And it's late at night and we're a little trashed and we walk in and then he, you know, he's, they eye each other. And she comes over and, she, of course, he's just paying her money. She's like, ding, 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 He ding, literally ding, ding. cried one time while he was oh. telling her a story. And I was like, dude, oh. listen, bro, <laughs> you, you have got to calm down a little bit. Yeah. Because if you really think there's any chance, by the way, the most expensive thing in a strip joint is hope. I hope this girl gives me her phone number. I hope she becomes my girlfriend. I hope she really likes me. And you keep mm-hmm. paying on that hope. And I'm like, it's a transaction. She is giving you a service. That's a business. You pay her for that service. It's a business. And it should be separate a little bit from your real life. You can't go crying into a stripper's shoulder and expect that she's going to fall in love with you. For- <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not what they're talking about back in the locker room. Is how cute you yeah. are. They're talking about, oh, my God, that guy just cried to my I shoulder. Know. I know. And then she gave him his phone, her phone number one time, and it was just like it was bad, bad, bad all around. 
Yeah, she had to change her phone number because I, I can mean, imagine. Yeah, it was just bad, <laughs> bad, 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 bad. All around. It's just one of those things you can't, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't uh you gotta be careful. Uh okay, so you do have to be careful. On well, many levels. Yeah, on many levels. And you know, like I've it, I never was like the world's biggest fan of strip joints. Mm-hmm. I lo- I've I've enjoyed them. I've been to them lots and lots of times yeah. in my life. I've dated dancers. And I think that that it, they are per- it's a perfectly legitimate way to make money. Definitely. And God bless you, right? Yeah. It's a transaction that should be looked at as such. Yes. Um, everybody should have fun. Everybody should everybody should have fun, but the girls that are the girls or guys that are out there doing their thing, they're there to make money. So you shouldn't throw change at them, number one. <laughs> <laughs> like you did. <laughs> time. You it, didn't do it. I didn't do it. My, I want to be clear about that. I had nothing to do with it. And my friend was an idiot, always has been, still is to this day. Um, but, you Guess know, who? something. It, <laughs> Guess who? <laughs> it's me, your moron friend. Let's go to the strip joint. I'm going to throw peanuts on the stage. <laughs> never been thrown out of a place faster yeah, never been thrown out of a place faster than that day that that happened and i was so embarrassed so mortified <laughs> yeah i remember the car ride home like what were you fucking thinking and he was like she was fucking talking shit and i decided <laughs> i was gonna give her a little bit of money and i'm like you don't throw quarters on the stage at the strip joint you fucking moron you didn't <laughs> think that was gonna be offensive oh uh, i don't know it's like a 50 50 shot she was gonna react badly <laughs> like 50 50 you yeah, gave it a 50 yeah, 50 you gave taking change guarantee. out of your yeah. You gave taking change out of your pocket and throwing it at a stripper. You gave that a fifty fifty shot of working out. <laughs> You're such a dumb shit. Uh, but my opinion on on but uh, but I never really like enjoyed it because there are lots of like it just wasn't my thing, my particular yeah. thing. But I know guys throughout my you know time sure. on this earth. I know guys who really looked at it like a like a mm. therapist's office. They would go there. Well, our our it. <laughs> director at the place oh we worked God. at was a very frequent uh, uh yeah customer so the guy yeah that guy would come in my office <laughs> and then he would allude so we ha- i was in charge of all these websites right making yes. money on all these websites and one of them like the rock and roll stations they had rather racy advertisers they did. every strip joint in town wanted to advertise on the rock and roll station because of course that made sense like hard rock guy driven you know young that's the people you want to come to your to your dance hall right and so every one of them had banners on our websites uh-huh. that's the big dollars <laughs> changing place but you clicked on the banner and then you would go to the site and the site inevitably would have some kind of like light pornography on it you know girls with tops off or whatever so part of my job was to sell those advertisements and make sure that they were working properly well of course i would end up on those websites <laughs> right. of course of course so this guy Let's would come in the works. office yeah this, this was like a typical guy working in IT. Like, he would come in and he'd close the door and he'd be like, I notice you're on the, the dance hall website. I notice you were on Cheater's website. You know, whatever it was called, right? right. What was the name of that? Cheetah. The Cheetah. I don't know the, oh, yeah, Cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, he got I notice you're on the Cheetah's website. <laughs> and I'd be like, how did you notice that? I got an eye on all the computers. I take snapshots every five seconds of what everybody's doing. It's for corporate purposes. Oh, yeah. Tell you what, I'll take you out. Tell you what, you want to buy me some lunch? We can go over to Cheetah. Right oh yeah, I was supposed to go with him one day. We talked about it, and uh, he was going to Tattletales. Oh my God, Tattletales! Yeah, jeez, that's, that's rocking in Atlanta at Tattletales. Girls, it's girls, unbelievable! Girls. Wow, yeah, wow, <laughs> girls, girls, girls. <laughs> The girls there still have big hair from the 80s. <laughs> they do. I hope they do. <laughs> Tattletales is like the <laughs> typical underground strip joint. Yes. But this guy, he was like nonstop. He'd go there every day yeah, for lunch. He would. Yeah. He literally had like, remember that like the strip joint would give out like, what, let's, let's, you know, uh, shoe, the shoe show. Well, let's call it the, the shoe shoes, show, right? Yep. Shoes strip joint. He, sometimes some of these dance clubs, they, or these strip joints, they would have, like, like you could punch go, cards? Yeah, punch cards. Yes. Or you could get <laughs> shoes bucks, right? Shoes bucks. Only good to use inside of shoes. <laughs> you could literally swipe your shoes bucks card and give the girls a tip or whatever. This guy had like a shoes oh, yeah. buck card oh, for every strip club in Atlanta. He did. Yes. He did. It was unbelievable how much he really enjoyed 
those places. Oh, I know. And he, but he never would go because we were going at nights. Yeah, well, we went to promo the, events and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, and we would we would go at nights. <laughs> we that sounded wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> Chrissy and I didn't. <laughs> We weren't assholes. We didn't go for lunch. We would go after we left work. <laughs> no, there was a whole thing where like half the office would go to these because we'd go to the we'd go to the Braves games, get hammered, and then everybody ends up at the strip joint. Of who course. was our client? Yeah, who was our client? Yes. So we'd get the preferential and we'd eat treatment. Dinner. Yeah, at the strip club. <laughs> I never ate dinner at the strip club. <laughs> never. Oh my god! Gross. <laughs> There are so many memories. Yeah. Oh of man, when you what I can remember. Uh, yeah, I know. I can't remember barely any of it, but I do remember. <laughs> but he wouldn't go with us then. He he was daytime. No, 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 no. He was daytime because he had a family. He was married yeah. and had kids. I know. He had three children. He didn't have time for the strip club at night. <laughs> had to make his way during the day. But man, did he love those strip clubs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the guy in charge of keeping an eye on everybody, man, yeah. monitoring your porn intake. Yeah. But meanwhile. <laughs> He was just looking at your porn through your computer. That's what he was doing. Hey, man, hit those hardcore sites once in a while. You know what I'm saying? I, gotta, I can't do it myself because I'm taking pictures on my own computer. Uh. Oh, my God. All right. Speaking of Marlon and his older uh, girlfriend, mm-hmm. I, I I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I want to go here now. But I'm oh, no. go. oh, let me tell you this. I am going to go here. I'm going to go here. Okay. I saw the wildest video while doing the research for an upcoming show. And I got to tell you about it. I can't show it because it's entirely too crazy. Okay. There, so I was like looking up nudist resorts, nude beaches, <laughs> nude stuff like that on YouTube, right? Seeing right. if I could find some usable video. Of course, I couldn't because it's all like there's a lot of nudity and then there's some of it's just copyrighted. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. But I found someone in Germany called the Masturbation Coach. And he is a masturbation coach for men. And he teaches men how to have the most multi-orgasmic experience masturbating by themselves. So I took the time to watch the 20-minute video in German to see exactly what this guy was doing. Is he a credited therapist? Chris, this is the (laughs) what. He has this whole pattern. He's like, stroke, stroke, pull, stroke, stroke, pull, stroke, stroke, pull. And then he's like, you got to stroke, stroke, then breathe, breathe, stroke, stroke, then breathe, breathe. He's like, it's like a little dance. Imagine stroke, stroke, breathe, breathe, stroke, stroke, breathe, breathe. And then he gets into the show and tell part of this where he actually does this. Now, luckily for me, the viewer, he's not showing his actual genitalia while this is going on because it's. I guess that YouTube probably consider that porn. Yes. But everything from the from the belly button up, he's showing. This guy has veins coming out of his neck. Facial reactions. I just realized just how fucking disgustingly disturbing men are when they orgasm. Disgusting. We're disgusting human beings. How could you ever want to sleep with somebody like me? How? How do you enjoy that? It's gross. It's gross. I, I I try to look not even look at myself in the mirror when I have ever masturbated, but it's unavoidable sometimes. And it turns me off every time. I'm like, oh God, Brian, settle down. Girls are like, oh, 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 oh. You make the most lovely faces and your hair is flowing, and we're like, oh, 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 oh. Sound like three year olds beating each other up. It sounds like we're punching our penis, not having fun with it. It looks like we're in incredible pain. It is highly disgusting. Now, imagine that amplified 300 times because this guy's a masturbation coach. And he's teaching men how to have the most multi-orgasmic experience. I don't really think he's... Did you try it? Of course I did. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that you can't watch this and not try it. Well, but. you gotta go like, hey, yep. let's let's get right. in on the action, right? 
I got to make sure that this guy's talking the truth. I got to investigate this, <laughs> right. this technique. Because if it's real, this guy's having a great time. It looks like his head's about to pop. His, ne- <laughs> his veins are sticking out of his neck. He's like a really skinny, fit, like 50-year-old, right? Okay. His veins are popping out of his neck. His eyeballs are all red. His nose is bleeding. I mean, the guy is like, he's in outer Good space. Times. Right. Now, a lot of what he teaches is very tantric, right? I think it's, it's even though he doesn't say it, it's... It looks to me to be tantric, which I kind of understand in you the do. first place. I'm like a bad tantra guy, right? <laughs> I like conveniently use tantra when right. I want to, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that this guy looked like he was having a ton of fun, but I'm not sure there's any real validity to his technique because it just doesn't... It worked for him. It worked for him. Did not work for... Maybe because I was looking in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Which is what he told you to do. He's like, look in the mirror while look you're doing it. Look in the mirror, huh? He says, look in the mirror because you want to. You you need to be in touch with your body and understand what's going on. And and by the way, this is on the heels of some research that came out just days ago, saying that men, every man on Earth, should ejaculate twenty at least twenty one times a month to avoid or delay prostate cancer. That cleaning out the tubes. A couple, you know, I read that once every other day really helps keep the prostate down, you know, gets away the bad juice, get the poison out, basically, is what I'm saying, Chrissy. Get the poison out. Yes, it builds up. (laughs) It does. Well, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. And so I thought, there's nothing wrong with it. Fuck, man. Whack off. Yes, exactly. You know, as a younger man, I would be like, you know, when I lived with women that I dated, I'd be like, oh, I got to sneak around the house and, you know, yeah. under the covers and in the closet and clean up and, you know, soundproof the bathroom <laughs> while I go in the shower. Like, I was so embarrassed about all of it, right? Because that's how I was. Right. Because that's what happens when you're growing up. When your Catholic yeah. guilt. Oh, yeah. My Catholic <laughs> guilt is high. Like, even my therapist is like, you got, you got catechism induced anxiety that's like at 11. <laughs> you need to bring it down a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but that's, that's the way it was. Like, you know, you don't touch yourself. Sexuality is bad. You know, yeah, keep that's, that's, awful. that's all that stuff well, that is, needs to change. that needs to go, you know, you can't, you can't go there, but the truth is you should go there. Yes. Not only can you, you should. And, uh, you know, I don't it's know, your ex- help. I don't know exactly how you present a, a welcoming masturbation environment <laughs> in your household. I'm not there yet, but <laughs> the truth is, is that I don't give a shit. Whack off. Have fun. Do your thing. God yep. bless. Just don't do it in front of me or near the food, right? I, that's all I'm asking. <laughs> Just don't do it in front of me or in the food. So I figured, you know, hey, listen, I got to up, I got to up my whacking off. If I got to do that, I might as well have the most fun possible. And so what I realized is, for did gear. you light a candle and I play did. some music and you know, <laughs> scatter some rose petals? <laughs> I did. I, I drew myself a warm bath. Lights. I dimmed the lights. Mm-hmm. I put on a you know a vag candle from a goop. goop. Yeah, yep. I had to get my goop candle. <laughs> I turned on the fart fan, so there's a little bit of ambient noise. Yes. I played, uh, you know, binaural beats on the Spotify because I wanted to be in like a meditation mood. And I what like I f- those binaural beats. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I took, I unscrewed the light bulb. I put in a really dim red light bulb. So it was, you know, I was just like really in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what comes out of me. Okay. I'm trying to be romantic with myself, and that's what comes out of me. The fuck is going on? <laughs> and then I realized for years, years on this show, I've been making fun of one poor woman who made gobbled like a turkey. And then I realized that I am no better. I am no better, Chrissy. <laughs> it's good I'm to be self aware. Yeah, it's good to be king. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, I, I, I really thought when you dub yourself the masturbation coach, you should really have some tips and tricks. But there wasn't anything particularly life-altering in there. It was just a just, pattern. Yeah, he had this stroke pattern. And then he was talking about breathing, and then he was saying that you know you should feel it from your toes to your head. I feel it from my toes to my head. It's <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm not missing that feeling. But I think he was like trying to incorporate some. Some tantra and, and tantra is basically this. For those of you that don't know, tantra, of which I am a expert, um, <laughs> tantra is like it's a form of 
it's a yogatic form from way back in the day, focusing on the art of yogatic. Yogatic. So that's yoga. Uh, no, that's a type of goat. Oh. Okay. The domatic yogatic. They climb up the every hills. Day. You know those goats that are like climbing yes. up the mountains. Yeah, it's a, that's a nomadic yogatic. Okay. <laughs> uh, the yogatic form of practice. Yeah, I mean, tantra basically is like taking sexual energy and, and directing it in right. different places. And there's a, it, it, there's a lot more than that, but I'm like kind yeah. of boiling it down to like the Cliff Notes version of yoga. And and I have been to a few tantra seminars and i have read a lot on tantra and it's just a wonderful wonderful practice but what it can't get rid of is your ugly face when you're (laughs) orgasming as a matter of fact i think it's making it uglier (laughs) what's happening (laughs) i wish see guys get the short end of the stick just on this most of the time we get the long end of the stick but we get the short end of the stick especially when you're a guy like me three or four inches we get the short end (laughs) of the stick in this sense god the universe Mother Nature, whatever you want to call it, really built us very ugly. Now, we might have a nice up here, but we have a bad down there. It stuck a big stick in front of us, took some two little dangly balls down there, and then gave us the ugliest face in the world when we're having the best moment of our lives, right? (laughs) Women, (laughs) women have the opposite. They have the most lovely bodies, and everything's all neatly packaged and feeling great. And I realize that there's a lot of drama that comes with that package. Like, yes. I'm, not, I'm not playing that <laughs> yes. down. But when it comes to this particular moment between two, you know, m- between a man and a woman, when it comes to this particular moment, there is no comparison. Yeah, really Women isn't. do it better. <laughs> they do it better. They look better doing it. Mm-hmm. It probably feels better because y'all have all that, you know, you got to actually like somebody and all that shit going on up in your head. Yes. You got to give a shit yes. and all that shit. We you got all of that going a, Like a thousand times better. You've got receptors all well, over yes. the place. Yeah, I got all, one all receptor yeah. and I can't control it. It just goes all over the place. Meanwhile, you guys are like, you know, t- turning dials and pulling levers and all this other stuff. And then <laughs> your whole body goes into outer space for like, you know, a minute. And for 15 seconds, we go, ah! <laughs> looks like we're sticking our head outside a car window yeah, at 100 miles per hour. You guys are more utilitarian. <laughs> Is what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's, a, that's a good word for it. <laughs> it's very utilitarian. The women are the ones that uh, you know, Mother Earth. Yeah, it's that we bear life. I wish I could so. be a woman just for just for one day. <laughs> <laughs> I to be a woman just for one. You would day. show up at that Starbucks and look for the guy. Oh my God, I saw him the other day. <laughs> you did. I you did saw him see again? him the other day. I did see him, and again, I wanted to sneak a picture, but it just wasn't appropriate. Like. But I saw him. He was standing at the counter waiting for his drink. As soon as I ma- as soon as I made my order and I turned around, there he was. And I walked by him. <laughs> Did you go? No, I went like this <laughs> as I walked by <laughs> on his neck. <laughs> was it cold? Did he have a fabulous pea coat on? He did have a lovely jacket uh-huh. on. He was just like he yep. had a little, he had a little, a little stubble like this a, time. Oh, a little yeah, stubble. a little stubble on the neck. Like he looked like he hadn't shaved in maybe a day or two, yeah. and he looked twice as good yeah, as he did the day, exactly. the time that I saw him when he was fully shaved. It's just unbelievable. It was unbelievable how handsome this guy is. I can't believe it. And by the way, every woman that was in that Starbucks and a couple of the men were all staring at him. Everybody. No, it didn't elude anybody that the world's most handsome man had just walked in the store for a second time. I mean, you should have seen the barista. She's like oh, this young girl. She's like yeah. spilling drinks all over the place and tripping and a little bit of drool coming out of her mouth. And then there's, you know, there's... There's one of my favorite baristas is a is they that's how they refer to themselves yes. they and they literally were standing there like gawking <laughs> like, at the guy trying to make open. yeah trying to weirdly make conversation <laughs> like how's your day going <laughs> I was like he's good he sounds like he's Egyptian by the way oh. he goes he's good <laughs> like that yeah. and I don't think I recognized that when he first held the door for me but I just I like popped up on a seat at the at the little barista bar and I was just like staring at him I'm like god just damn, observed god damn you're handsome mm. <laughs> 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 I'm such an asshole. Oh my god! I'm. You know what? I, I will say this. I'm sorry, Turkey Girl. I'm sorry, Turkey Girl. I should take it all back. Yes. You I was twice as loud and obnoxious as you were. 
I should have never made fun of you in the first place. But at least I wasn't gobbling. I mean, it's still a funny story. It is. Oh, my gosh. It is. (laughs) I had so much more to get into, but then we got on the path of Marlon and the nudity and the therapist and the strippers. (laughs) Just goes everywhere. The IT guy. Yeah, the IT guy. (laughs) This is why we need to spend a little time focusing on the commercial break. Uh, uh, season number four. I don't four. think we could ever rein it in. No, we're never going to rein it in. No, like, we're too ADD to rein it in. It's never, that's never going to happen. Uh, Chrissy and I were talking about eight. In, in season number four, we're going to get focused. We're going to, you know, spend a lot of time on content creation. That's not going to happen. You know what I thought about? <laughs> you know, you know what I thought about today was that I'm going to bring a notebook. Here and I'm going to write down all of the things that we say we're going to do. You should do that. Yeah. Yes. Or we should have somebody. Don't. Aren't we big enough now that we should have somebody that does that on our behalf? Like they just write notes. Remember at the beginning when I'll Gustavo was helping now. us with editing, yeah. we'd be like, "Hey, Gustavo, <laughs> right. put a picture here." What a what a great experience for the listeners. <laughs> Hey Gustavo, uh, find out how, find out what a nomadic gomadic right. looks like. And put yeah. a picture of that. Yogatic, a yogatic, a nomadic yogatic. <laughs> oh my God, we're so stupid! And thanks for listening. Yes, we, we love it. you. Thank you. We for do. Listening. We love you. Thanks to everybody who's been writing in. Season number four coming right around the corner. That means Chrissy and I are going to take a holiday break. But fear not, we're going to bring new episodes and best ofs to you. We want to know what your favorite clips or segments or shows were from season number yeah, three. That's right. Any Anything. You're like, go back and whatever you thought was funny, let go us know. Go back and take notes. <laughs> go back and take notes on our behalf. Wherever we say we're going to do something, send us that list. You got an extra year. 855-TCB-8383, 855-TCB-8383. Text us or leave us a voicemail. We may use your voice in a best of episode. Go to youtube.com slash the commercial break to watch the full episodes a couple days or a week after they after they air. And I promise you, it's a whole new layer of funny. Also, tcbpodcast.com. Okay, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for I today. I think so, Brian. But I want you to know that I love you. And I love you. And best to you. Best to you. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, bye. bye.